This call may be recorded or transcribed. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Charmaine and the Finisher, who's on the line. Good morning, Serena. How are you, beautiful queen? It is Con Kim. Hi, Kim. I'm doing well. How are you? I am blessed, sis. Thank you so much. I love you. I hope your day is triumphant and happy um, Tuesday to all my family. Oh, you too. God bless you. Thank you. Likewise. Have a good day. You too. Anyone else on the phone want to say good morning? Good morning. This is Cynthia. Good morning, Cynthia. Good morning. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. You're welcome. You have a great day. You too. Good morning. morning, Eva. Good morning, Yvonne. Happy to you. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. You doing well? God bless you. You have a great day, okay? You too. Thank you. Good morning. It's Brother Michael. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. You sound great, Brother Michael. I feel a little better. Thank you. Thank God. Yes. Praise the Lord. How's Vanessa? Uh, She had to be uh, taken to a a rehab. She couldn't make it at home, but she... uh, uh, they had to take her to a rehab just yesterday. Okay. we still praying for her, okay? I appreciate you. Thank you for the thoughts and kind words. Oh, you're quite welcome. You have a great day. Yes, ma'am. Any, anyone else want to say good morning? Hey, good morning, Finisher. It's good morning. Team. Happy Congratulations. Congratulations. I'm so happy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Praise God, the Lord. It was so unreal when I when I pulled it up on Amazon and, and everything. I was like, oh my God, God is this is real, you know? Yes, it is. Again, I I yes. I already um kinda like I started on your story, but you know, God I love it. I, it's it's such a good book already what I have read. Right, me too. Right, yeah. right. Glory to God. Glory, Glory to, God. to God. Glory to God. <laughs> you have a great day, Moxie. You too. Um, you congratulations too. to you too. 
Good morning. Anyone else want to say good morning? It's Triumphant Tuesday today. Every day. We declare Good victory. morning, Tishara. Good morning. Good morning to you. How are you doing this morning? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Tarina the Finish, and I'm your greeter this morning. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning, Tarina. It's Diane. Good morning, Diane. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good, too. I'm doing well. Good. Going on mute. Okay. Have a great day. You, too. Good morning. It's Sister Lisa. Happy uh, Wednesday, no, happy uh, Tuesday, excuse me, and God bless nope. everyone on the call. Have a great day, Diane. God bless you. God bless you, Sister Lisa. Have a great and awesome day. Thank you. Good morning, Therese. Miss B, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing well, Miss B. How are you? I'm doing okay. I can't complain. God is good. How's everything going in Texas? How's the weather? You know, I really do like it. I really, really do. I've had some challenges, but I still say God is good. Okay. Okay. All right. You have a great day. Thanks, sweetie. You too. Thank you. Good morning, his beloved Barb. Happy Tuesday. God bless everyone. Good morning, beloved Barb. Happy trying for Tuesday to you. Have a great day, okay? Thanks, sis. You're welcome. Good morning, Tree Tree. It's Dee Dee. I love you. I love you too, Dee Dee. Good morning, Susie. There you are. Good morning, Susie. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Our phone uh Went offline there for a minute, so that's why I didn't get on at my normal time. Oh, oh, <laughs> but <okay>. I'm here. Great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you have a wonderful day. You too. Okay. Anyone else before I get started? Good morning, Tarina. It's Rochelle. She's back. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. God is good. Amen. Good morning, Shell. Hope you're doing well. Yes, to God be the glory. He is a healer. Amen. 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 You have a great day. You too. Love you. I love you too. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and get started this morning. I need everyone to please check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. Again, please check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. Hello, my name is Tarina, the finisher, and I'm your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are prayer called and meet Monday through Friday starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Time. 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Be sure to continue to join us 
during the last couple of days in January where our monthly theme is entitled Planting, focusing on the importance of planting our word, influence, and action according to the word and will of God, so we can and will be planted after his own kind. There is one announcement today. Please join us for TNT Bible study with Pastor LaBelle Jones tonight, right here on this call from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. There is no prayer request from the app, but please continue to um, lift up everyone that has been um, affected by the COVID. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise, Geraldine, declaration, Kathy LaFleur. Then we go right to closing comments hosted by Declare. I repeat, prayer and corporate praise, Geraldine, declaration, Kathy LaFleur. Then we go right to closing comments hosted by Declare. The scripture for today is from Zechariah 8, 12. The seed will grow well, the vine will yield its fruit, the ground will produce its crops, and the heavens will drop their dew. I will give all these things as an inheritance to the raiment of this people. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until it starts to come off mute. I now pass the call over to the prayer warrior, Geraldine. Everyone, please have a safe and blessed day. Jesus loves you, and so do I. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Praise God on this morning as we enter into our time of prayer. On this morning, we want to ask God to continue to be our strength, to be our light in times of darkness, to be our shelter in the time of storms. And then we come on this morning, first of all, we want to humble ourselves. We want to bow before you on this morning, O oh God. For those that are in the room on this morning, God, we want to offer a sacrifice of praise just because we are here on today. That's a good reason to thank you. Thank you for waking us up as we slept on last night. Thank you for being a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path on today. Father, we thank you for our prayer hostess on this morning, Sister Tarina. I thank you for the warriors that are standing behind on this morning as even Pastor Kathy. I know that she has dove into the word on this morning. I know that the word will be rich on this morning, but we're praying that the oil will flow and that we need a word from the Lord on this morning. So here we push back our time we push back on this morning as we are preparing for work that we take a moment one moment with you god and one day it's like a thousand years so on this morning father god we thank you and we praise you be that lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path as we go into the marketplace as we open the doors of our faith on this morning. Thank you for our eyes that we can see. Thank you for ears that we can hear on this morning. Oh God, I give you praise. I give you glory and I do give you honor. Let's do your name. So Father, those that are here, we're praying this morning, prayer warriors for our own brother, Michael, and his beautiful wife, 
Vanessa, on this morning. Father God, we are praying this pandemic look like it's washing and it's washing through. But God, we thank you. Millions have been sick with it. God, for those that have made it through the testimonies of what you can do in faith if we believe, the things that you can do in prayer if we believe, if we believe on this morning, God. Here we are. Father, I thank you on today. I give you glory and I give you honor. Father, I'm stretching my hands to thee, no other help that I know. Lord, whatever you do, don't take your spirit from us on this morning. We need you every day and every hour. I thank you for this is the air that we breathe on this morning, saints of God. So many of us are going through. Father, I'm praying for those that are sick and afflicted on this morning, those that don't have you in their lives. There's so many yet to be found out there. God, I thank you. You have been kind. You have been merciful. And you have been good. I'm asking you, Father God, to look on this nation on this morning, looking on this cabinet member's Father, I'm asking that you look in on the president on this morning as he is the leader of the United States of America. Father God, I pray that he will keep his integrity as he lead us, God. Father, I'm praying even for our local leaders here right in our own cities, our mayors, those that are on the governing boards. Father, I'm praying for the city of Vallejo on this morning. God, you said this is the city of God. And Lord, on this morning, even Second Chronicles 7 and 14, if my people, which are called by my name, would humble themselves and pray, seek my face, turn from your wicked ways. So then will I hear from heaven? I will forgive your sins, and I'll heal your land. Lord, we need you on this morning. We can't make it without you, Heavenly Father. I'm asking that you strengthen our bodies and strengthen our minds on this morning, God. Perk up our ears to prepare for the word on this morning. Prick our hearts on this morning, God. Wash us thoroughly on today creating us a clean heart and renewing us a right spirit on today. Purge us on this morning. Some of us need cleansing. Some of us need deliverance on today. God, I ask that you touch us with your finger of love on this morning. Don't hide your face from us, oh God, on today. We need you as never before. As we come as a collective body on this morning, there's many here at the altar on today, but you told us to lay our burdens down. And so this morning, we're casting our cares over on you, God. I thank you for each and every one that is in the line, every family that is represented on today. I'm praying as the names were being coming across this morning to say hello, the familiar voices and those that didn't get a chance. 
God, I'm praying for traveling grace. Someone is traveling the dangerous airways and the highways. Some mother is grieving the loss of a loved one on this morning. So many are preparing the burial grounds for their loved ones on today. But I'm asking for strength like none other. Because you are strength. In our areas of weakness, God, here we are. We turn ourselves over to you. And on this morning, body of believers, we come. I'm asking you on today, as never before, I never asked for prayer, even for myself on today. But today I'm asking that you pray for strength on today so that we won't grow wearied in well-doing. Help me on today. Push me and push our people to their purpose on today, God. We need you as never before. Forgive us, oh God. If we said anything or done anything, change our heart, oh God. Change our, our thinking, oh God. Place us where you want us to be. That we can look to you, who is the author and the finisher of our faith on this morning. I thank you for each and every one. I'm praying for our children and our grandchildren on this morning, praying for our sisters and our brothers. So many have grown weak, God. We need your help. And we crying out this morning, crying out to you, prayer warriors, for strength for those that are grieving, for those that are broken, those that are wounded on today. Thank you, God. As we come to you, the warriors, please unmute your lines on this morning. Pray with me on today. Can you do that for me? I thank you and I thank you. And I thank you for the years that you have pushed. So if you would at this time, unmute your lines as we come collectively. Body of believers, let's push out on this morning. I'm asking you on this morning. I need your strength on today, God. I thank you on this morning, God. We haven't been so grateful Hallelujah. 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 H
remaining part of being made whole. Um, there's still some lingering things happening in my physical body, but I know who I serve, and so I'm encouraged because God is able. Um, so my prayer is just that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in the Lord's sight because he truly is my strength and my redeemer. Amen. So if you would just turn with me to the book of Jeremiah, we're going to be in Jeremiah chapter 17. Jeremiah 17. And I'm going to read just a couple of verses, just four verses in your hearing this morning, starting at verse number five when you have it. Verse number five, and I'm going to read it. I apologize. I'm back. Can everyone hear me okay? Yes, you're good. Okay. Praise God. I do apologize. Um, So we're going to be reading at uh, Jeremiah, starting at verse number five, going down to verse number eight. I'm reading it out of the ESV version, so it may read a little different than your Bible. Um, And it says, thus says the Lord, curse is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart turns away from the Lord. He is like a shrub in the desert and shall not see any good come. He shall dwell in the parched places of the wilderness in an uninhabited salt land. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. He is like a tree planted by water that sends out its root by the stream and does not fear when heat comes, for its leaves remain green and is not anxious for the year of drought, for it does not cease to bear fruit. And we're just going to talk for a few moments, declaring during a drought, declaring during a drought. 
a drought is just basically a dried up place. It's just a place where nothing is happening, nothing is moving, nothing is growing, nothing is living, so to speak. And so what God wants us to understand this morning is that we can still declare victory during a drought. Jeremiah um, is known, he's known as a weeping prophet, and he not only warned Israel that disobedience towards the Lord was result in their dispersion among the nations, but he also warned um, of Judah's final downfall and witnessed devastating destruction. So Jeremiah, he's, he's known as a weeping prophet, and he weeps bitterly as he watched the presence of God withdraw from the temple of the Lord. And so there's a message of hope and promise of restoration in Jeremiah's challenging message to Judah. And so today, God wanted to remind us of that same message as we embark upon the theme for the month, which is planted. God wanted us to remember that his message of hope for all who trust him has not expired. There is still hope in the things that we are looking forward to. The Bible says that eyes have not seen, neither ear has heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man, the things that God has in store for those that love us. So there's still hope for this pandemic to clear up. There's still hope for that wayward child. There's still hope for that broken marriage. There's still hope for that that uh those low finances, there's still hope for you on that job. There's still hope for you in your mental state of mind. There's still hope for our lives. And God wanted me to bring this message to let us know that there's still hope, but it's hope for those who trust him. See, when you don't trust God, when you don't believe in God, when you don't wait on God, when you don't allow God to be God, then you're living and you're, 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 uh, sitting in a hopeless situation. And so uh, today I need you to know that one thing that God wanted me to do was to turn the victory room into the delivery room again. And so as, as the prayer went forth and, and Tarina was talking about uh, to deliver in this place, it just reminded me that God was saying, I want you to turn the victory room into the delivery room and, and let them know that the great physician is here. He said, let my people know that I'm going to be doing surgery in the heart and in the mind of the people that are on this call this morning. See, you're not on here because this is something that you do every single day. God has an assignment ah, that he even has to fulfill for himself. See, there is a deadline for your deliverance, and today is the day that everything that God wants to be delivered shall be delivered in this day. Whatever he wants to be planted or birthed or moved or shifted, God said, I'm going to do that today for my people, so I need you to just speak into the hearts of them and let them know that the great physician is in the place. Now, we're talking about planted, and, and, and so as a new pastor, those of you that know, um, when I first started out on Declare Victory, I was still at my former church just as an associate minister. But I always knew that I uh, that I would pastor. God had placed the name of the church uh, in my heart over 10 years ago. And, and so I had to wait on God to move 
move before I moved. And, and so I needed to wait on the Lord and, because I needed to know, and he needed for me to know that, that I could trust him with his promises, which he says are yes and amen. And he needed to know that he would trust me not to turn and run away when things got hard. And, and so this is a time that I need you to understand that as we look into this text this morning, what stood out to me was that the text in those four verses is actually divided into two parts. And so part one can be found in verses number five through six, and, and part two is just in number seven and eight. And so what it's doing is the text is speaking to two different audiences and, and God is trying to set an order and directions to a divided group. God said, I want you to understand that there are two divided groups even on the call. You have those that are on the call this morning that truly believe, that walk by faith and not by sight, that know that I'm able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that they can ask or think. But then you have the group that says, help my un." believe. God said it's divided into two different audiences, and I want to talk to both, and, and so I want you to understand that God needs your ear attentive into what he's about to say. We have a problem on today, because although we may be gathered collectively, God sees that the house needs to be set in order, because the house divided cannot stand, and in order to set the scene for you, let me explain who's all in the room. So God said, we have God speaking to the cursed man, and we have God speaking to the blessed man. And, and so the Bible says, Jeremiah says, thus say the Lord. So we already know off top who's talking. This is what God is giving the prophet to give to the people. Thus say the Lord, cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength. This is just basically setting the stage to let us know that if we think we can do this by ourselves, if, if, if we think that somebody else can do this for us, if, if we think because of our clout and because of us chasing fame and, and because of the people that we know and, and, and just different hands, God said, the man who trusts in man and makes his flesh, his strength, ah, whose heart turns away from the Lord is a cursed man. So I didn't call you cursed, but God said that that's a cursed man. And he's not talking just about the gender. He's talking about the character of a person. And so anytime that we think that we can do God's work all by ourselves, at any time that we think that we can do what God needs us to do all by ourselves, any time that we get too high and mighty to where we feel like we got this under control and we can set God back on a shelf, that we can set God to the side and say, okay, Lord, I got this one. And it really doesn't matter what you're doing. It could be something to where you feel like, yes, that you want to just fight your own battles because you don't really want to give it over unto the Lord. What you want to do is you want to let them know who they're dealing with. You got me messed up, is what we genuinely say. I know, I don't know who they think they're talking to. God said, even in those type of battles, I said that to leave room for my wrath. He said, I said, vengeance is mine. So I got work to do, but I can't do it as long as you keep thinking you can do it without me. He said that we are co-laborers and in the gospel. And God said, I want you to understand that this co-mission that I place you in is a mission of the mission and the assignments that I have given to you. You can't do it by yourself. And if you try, you'll always fail. All things work together for the good of those that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. God said, I want you to understand that a cursed man is a man that trusts in man 
and makes his flesh his strength. The Bible says that his strength is made perfect in our weakness. So it's okay to sometimes be weak. It's okay sometimes to not be okay. It's okay to sometimes struggle. As long as we put things back in God's hands, who said, I know the plan that I have for you, said the Lord, and they're to prosper you and not harm you. In this part of the text, the Lord is dealing with a certain character. And, and this is a person who's doomed. A, a curse is the opposite of a blessing. And a curse is a pronouncement of an ill fortune because of one opposes to God's plan. This is a person that says, I got this. This is a person that said, I did this. This is a person that doesn't even give God the glory. And that's a dangerous place to be when you think that you've done it all by yourself. God said, the first thing I want them to understand before you begin to plant, yeah, God, he said, before you begin to plant, I need you to understand that you were planted. He said, before you begin, yes, to birth anything in this earth, ah, which is mine, for the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof, I need you to understand that I sent you there. I planted you in the earth, and, and I said in Genesis to be fruitful and multiply, which means to produce something, right? He said, I needed you to produce something, but if you know about production, if you know about fruit, if you know about plants and growing, produce produces produce. And so God said, I planted you there to grow. Yes. And he said, there are some people that has been that has been in the places that they've been too long. You're not growing. Not not spiritually, you're you're not growing physically, you're not, you're not growing mentally. And you're stagnant. You're staying in the same place. And there's some things that I want to do through you, but because you think you can do it by yourself, because you think that it's your money that's not shot, that it's your money that's making it happen. And I, he said, I want you to understand that that's the sound of a cursed man. When you think that you've got enough influence and, and that you've got enough people and, and, and crowds to please ah, your purpose, God said, I want you to understand that that's the sound of a cursed man. He said, he said God, God may curse a person or a whole na nation because of their opposition to God's will. God said, I understand that some are sitting in a place where they don't understand how I do what I do. He said, but let them know that I'm God all by myself. And I know the plans. And I have it already written out. I know the beginning from the end. He said, I am Alpha and Omega. I am above everything. Nothing can get around me. God said, I want you to understand that a cursed man sounds different, moves different, is planted different than a blessed man. Because a cursed man will tell you that they've done it themselves. They, they planted this. I, this is my church. I, I, I grew this thing. This is my ministry. I, I grew this thing. It's because of me. They come, you hear me? God said, that's a cursed sound. And this is just a warning. It's not a new warning. Jeremiah warned the people then. I'm just repeating the warning, my God. And so he said, he's like a shrub in the desert and shall not see any good come. 
He's describing the content of the shrub. It's worthless. It's it's barren. I I told you that that we're turning this victory room into a delivery room, but but we got some people that are barren that 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 that, that can't get pregnant with anything because they're too stuck on the past and and they won't look forward for the promise or the purpose. And he said that they're they're worthless and they're barren and they will not produce. The shrub is planted in a dry place. Yeah, it's planted, but it's not prosperous. It's planted, but it's not purposing. It's planted, but it's not doing anything. It's just sitting there in a dry place. And it's been sitting there. He said, he shall dwell in the parched places of the wilderness, in an uninhabited salt land. The location of the scrub is classified as a desert, which is dry and parched. It's thirsty, y'all. There's no water. There's a shot. There's no water, which is the word of God, which is the word of God. We got to get to the place where we're not just picking up the word. Yeah, when it's time to go to church, that, that we're not just picking up the word when it's time to jump on the six o'clock call, that we're not picking up the word when it's time to be seen by men. We're not picking up the word. God said, I want this well to spring up in you. I want this well to spring up in you and be like new water coming forth. He said, blessed is the man. This is the second audience. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is in the Lord. So not only does a blessed man trust God, but he trusts in God. And that simply means that, Lord, I don't know what to do next. I don't know how I'm going to get through this. I don't know how to stop crying. I don't know how to stop grieving. I don't know how to let go. I don't know how to forgive. I don't know how to leave it alone. I don't know how to put it down. But I trust you because I can't trust me because I'm going to do something with it, Lord. He said, blessed is a man that trusts in the Lord whose trust is the Lord. And so a blessing is a pronouncement of a good fortune because it is initiated into God's plan. See, when we are operating in the will of God, we stay out of the way of God, right? We stay out of his way so that he can do his will, so that we can see the the salvation, so that we can see the blessing, so that the glory can fall, so things could move, things could break, things could be torn apart, things could be torn down in our generations and in our household and in our families and in our finances. God said, I need you to move out the way because I know what I'm doing. I'm trying to figure out what you're doing. He said he's like a tree planted by water. If you know anything about trees and water, and, 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 and trees, they need water to grow, right? They need water to, to nourish and to grow and, and, and to, be, to be healthy and to be green and, and for the leaves and the fruit to come so that it prospers and, and that it produces and that it multiplies and that it bears much fruit. It needs the water. It needs that substance, which is the word of God. It needs the word of God in order for us to truly grow and to mature Spiritually, we need the word of God. The word will water you down. Hallelujah. The word will water. Oh, my God. The word will match the tears to where you can't even tell when you're crying and when you're just being watered. The word washes us. I remember when I was sitting here, my God, and I was, I was, uh, I was struggling with this COVID. 
and I kept coughing. And I, I would lay in the bed because I couldn't I couldn't be around anyone. My family had to leave the house. And I was laying in the bed and I was coughing and I was just coughing and my throat kept getting dry from from the disease and everything and I was just coughing and I began to pray um, just in my mind because I really couldn't speak that well without coughing. I couldn't laugh without coughing. I couldn't breathe without coughing. I remember the Lord. I remember God said, get you some water. He said, get you some water. Get you some ice water. He said, get you some ice water and drink. And I began to drink ice water. I have got orange juice and everything, you know, to, to help the vitamins, the calcium and everything. God said, get you some water. And I began to drink the ice water. And, and if you've ever had COVID, I don't know. I know some symptoms are a little different than others, but there's like this burning in your chest, in your esophagus. It's like it, your, your, your chest is on fire. And, and I was just praying that this, this illness didn't get to my lungs. And, and, <coughs> and God began to tell me, drink the water, just drink the water. And I would wake up in the middle of the night. I would have this big, this big canister of water filled with ice. Um, at my bedside, and I would, every time I would wake up just coughing because I couldn't sleep through the night, I would just drink water, and it was soothing. It was soothing me on the inside, and, and I could just imagine what a plant feels like when, when it needs that water. It needs that nourishment. It needs, Yasha. It needs, and it's thirsty because it's, it's dry, and it hasn't been watered in a while, and, and the more I drank, the more I felt the healing of God, but this is what I have to tell y'all, you guys, and, and I'm just being and transparent, I'm being real because because God told me years ago, God told me years ago, you need to start drinking more water. I don't know about y'all, but I, I hate water. I don't like water. Water don't taste like nothing. I don't drink sodas, but I'd rather have juices. And, and I remember a couple years ago, God said, you need to start drinking water. And I'm like, okay, God, I'm going to drink water. And I didn't. I was disobedient because this was the Lord was telling me. And so it wasn't until it wasn't until I was sick on my sick bed that God began to tell me, You need to drink some water. And I began to drink the water and I could feel the healing power of God. I could feel the soothing of this water going in my body. God said, Blessed is the man who trusts the Lord whose trust is in the Lord. I didn't have anybody else to trust but God. I wasn't in the hospital. There wasn't a doctor around, but the great physician never left my room. The great physician never left my room. And the same one that came in my room, he said he's turning this room into a delivery room. The same one that delivered me from COVID. God said, I'm delivering some things right now in your family, in your household. God said the same one that I that I experienced in this room. God said, I want them to know that I'm 
still here that I said I would never leave nor forsake you, that I said that I so loved you that I gave my only begotten son, that I said uh, that I sent you into this world to do greater works than these. God said you were planted. You were planted and I want to be able to water it, uh, what I planted in the earth so that it grows and that it flourishes and that it multiplies and that it bears much fruit. He said he's like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream, which means that you can reach places, my God, beyond your ability. You can reach people in other states, other countries, other nations without even leaving your physical location because of what God has in you. God said, I planted you here to do something amazing. And I want you to understand that if you just trust me, you're blessed. He said, you're not blessed. He said, you're not blessed because of how much money you got. You're not blessed because of how big your house is. You're not blessed because of your position, your title, your mantle. He said, you're blessed because you trust me. The man that trusts God, the woman that trusts God, the child that trusts God is blessed because they trust in the Lord and their trust is the Lord. God said, I want you to understand what a blessing really is. A blessing is not monetary. A blessing is spiritual. You're blessed because you let me do what I need to do. You're blessed because you know that if I can't do it, it can't be done. You're blessed because you'll turn it over to me. You're blessed because you'll forgive when you really want to mess somebody up. You're blessed because you'll let it go. You're blessed because you'll lay it down before me. You're blessed because you'll testify about it and won't feel ashamed about the things that I've delivered you from. You're blessed. He said you're blessed because you trust me. I want you to understand what your blessings look like. Your blessings is tied to me. God said if you trust me, you're blessed. Even before I do anything for you, I got just the fact that you say, here, Lord, here's my dream, God. Here's my vision, Lord. Here is me writing down everything that you told me to write down. Here is me taking the walk of faith and taking the first step to get the business license. Here is me, Lord God, writing chapter one. Shut up. In the book, my God, here is me, Lord God, opening the church when I know, God, that my month is longer than my money, God. I trust you even when I can't trace you. God said you're blessed because you let me do what I need to do. God said I can do it. I'm the one that can do exceedingly and abundantly above all that you can ask or think. You can't even think. You can't even put together the words to ask me for what I already have planned for you. You can't even think. You can't even fathom. You haven't dreamed it. You haven't seen it. God said I'm doing it because you trust me to do it. Now if you don't lay it down before me, if you don't bring it back to me, if you don't hand it over, it's uh, oh God, then I'm talking to you in part one, but for the part two people, for the blessed people, I want you to understand today, I don't care what's going on in your life, oh God, I don't care what's going on in your family's life, whether it be health or anything else, oh, whether it be sorrow or difficulties, irritation or frustration, God said, do you trust me? Yeah, God, do you trust me with that situation? Do you trust me with that marriage? Do you trust me with that ministry? Do you trust me with that son? Do you trust me with your daughter? Do you trust me? Do you trust me to do it? Do you trust me to publish it? Do you trust me to write it? Do you trust me to put it on a big movie screen? Ah, God says, some of you are not dreaming big enough. I need you to trust me because I'm God all by myself. God said, I'm 
speaking to the people. Jeremiah is just delivering the message. He's the messenger, but I'm the message. I'm the word. I became flesh to dwell among you. I want you to see that you can do it because I was able to do it. And I created and made you in my image and in my likeness. God, God said that because I know the plans I have, that I will prosper you and not harm you to give you an expected end so the challenges won't stop God. The trials can't stop God. The tribulations won't stop his will. Difficulties can't stop him. Sorrow can't stop God. Grief can't stop God. Tiredness, exhaustion can't stop God. COVID couldn't stop Christ. And when you trust God, we're operating in faith and we're not being fake. We're not flaky. We're not fearful. We have to stand unbothered, unapologetic. We have to stand strong and know that the Lord has our back. We have to understand that his leaves will remain green why? Because we are being nurtured by the watering, which is the word that we are the first thing planted uh, before we plant anything that we are planted in the earth for God in order to do some things that God has sent us to do. And he said it's not in the, they're not anxious in the year of a drought. That means it doesn't matter if things dry up. It doesn't matter if I get sick. It doesn't matter if I get fired. It doesn't matter if my boss is tripping. It doesn't matter if the kids is acting up. It doesn't matter. My blessings is not tied to my frustrations. My blessings is not tied to my challenges. My blessings is not tied to my trials and my troubles. My blessings is tied to my trust. My blessings is tied to my trust in God because I know that if he can't do it, nobody can. And so one thing about Judah, the sins of Judah was that they lost their faith in God. God. They lost their faith in God and they begin to worship the Canaanite God, Baal, and they begin to engage in pagan festivities. God said, don't get lost in this time. Don't get lost in this season. Don't get lost in this drought. Uh, just because you don't see the leaves coming, uh, just know that there's a watering system on the inside of you uh, that's about to spring up, hallelujah, and come forth so that people can see uh, the streams of income that I've placed in you, the streams of faith that I placed in you, the streams and the connections because of me. God said, I want you to understand that even when things look rough and when the going gets tough, that I'm still God and I sit on the throne, that I'm still God and I'm in control. I don't care what the CDC says. Just worry about what the GOD says. God said, don't worry about what the world is doing because you're in the world. We're not of the world. He said, the world hated me first. Therefore, the world's going to hate you. Don't give up because they talk about you. Don't give up because they lie on you. Don't give up because they don't believe. Don't give up because they don't receive you. Don't give up because they reject you. Don't give up. God said, just trust me with everything. Trust me to do it. He said, I'm not man that I should lie. I know some men lied to you, ladies. I know some men lied to your men. Uh, he said, but I'm not man that I should lie. Neither the son of man that I shall repent. God said, I said what I said. I'm not taking back nothing. My promises are yes and amen. He said, it's time to declare victory in a drought. Declaration in a drought. Declaring that things will flourish because there's a vapor in us. There's living water in us that keeps us 
was grounded and rooted, planted by the rivers that bring forth fruit. Hallelujah. He said, underneath the picture, there lies this thought that is the direction of man's trust determines the cold cast of his life because it determines it where the soil that he will grow. Listen, it's, what happens is your thought process will determine your whole life. If you think it, he said, so a man thinketh, so is he. So if you think he can't do it, if you think he won't do it, if you think you understand deserving of it. If you think, see, it's not cocky to know that God is in control. I got, he said, an expected end. You ought to expect some things bigger. You ought to expect some things better. Shut up, shut You ought to expect to do some things. You ought to expect to think some things. Don't let nobody tell you that you think you all that. No, I'm nothing but my God is everything. I can't do nothing without him. And I don't want to. I don't even want to try this walk without Christ. I don't want to move unless I hear his voice say go forward. I don't want to run until he tells me go ahead and finish this race. I want to stand still and see what God has. I want to see what the end looks like. I want to see it from the beginning. I want to be able to count up the cost. Uh, not my cost, because this is God's will. That means it's God's bill. So it is not determined off of how much money I got in the bank, uh, because the Lord has everything under control. He said, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these Things that we end up chasing, I got them shall be added unto us. God said, and you don't have to chase nothing. He said, you don't have to chase nothing because during the year of drought, you're not anxious for anything, but by everything, supplication and prayer. He said, you don't have to run after nothing because during the year of drought, when everything starts to dry up, when you go into the stores and it looks a little scarce, when you walk into the building and it looks a little empty, he said you're still made with a vapor system, a watering system rooted in the word, and you won't cease from bearing fruit. You'll bear fruit when it's not even fruit season. You'll bear fruit in the winter months. You'll bear fruit in the summer. You'll bear fruit in the spring and fall. God said, I don't care if it is a drought. My children will bear the fruit. God, and they'll know you by your fruit. They'll know that you belong to me by what you produce. You produce love. They'll see me. Yes, You produce forgiveness. They'll see me. If you produce long-suffering, they'll see me. If you produce kindness, they'll see me. He said, show them my glory by what you produce. Show them my glory by what you do. Walk worthy of the call. God said, I want you to understand one thing. Yes, that plants, listen, plants will absorb water through their roots, right? They'll absorb water through their roots and they release water as a vapor into the air. Yeah. Plants bring oxygen into the earth. Yes, Plants bring oxygen into the earth. If you got trouble breathing, yes, put a plant in your room. Plant produces oxygen into the earth. He said this way you're able to survive during the drought conditions because your waters won't decrease. Your waters won't decrease. Your water supply won't be limited because the bulk of the root will hold on to the water that was poured in you during a 
season of good. And so then when it comes to a season of drought, that you still have enough water to hold on to, the root will send the water back up the vessel of the vine. The vessel of the vine. You'll still be watering. People will wonder how you still got leaves. What do you mean, Pastor? How you still looking good when it's still a pandemic out here? How you still praising God when it's still trouble in the land? How you still trusting them with your vision and your dream when other churches are being shut down? How are you still making it, Asha, when you should have lost your mind? How you lost a loved one, God, but you didn't lose hope, God. How you know that it's better to die in Christ than to die without him? He said, weeping may endure for a night. Oh, but joy comes in the morning. Somebody ought to know that it's morning time. It's time to let the joy of the Lord be your strength. You've been planted here for a purpose. You were not sent here by accident. God said, I put you in the earth to produce something. I put you in the earth to grow. I put you in the earth to nourish somebody. I need you to understand that there are some people, listen, there are some people that are assigned to your life. There are some people that are assigned to your life. How do you know your assignment? Because it's usually in an area that you don't want to work in. It's usually in an area that you don't want to go to. It's usually in an area that you're ready to throw in the towel. God said the movement of the water through the plant is a passive progress. In that there is no energy expended by the plant to move the water to its desired place. God said I want you to understand that plants can't move themselves. Listen, plants can't move themselves, God said. So quit trying to run from your call. Quit trying to run from your church. Quit trying to run from your post. Quit trying to run from your position. Quit trying to run from your office. Quit trying to run from your authority. Quit trying to run from your assignments. Because plants can't move themselves. Plants have to be uprooted and then transferred to another pot. When it outgrows that pot, God said about, I need you to start growing. And then I'll shift you into the next level of your blessing because you trust me, saith the Lord. Thus say the Lord, cursed is a man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart turns away from the Lord. Don't turn your heart away from God right now. I know it gets rough and I know it gets hard and it gets frustrating. And we're looking at the earth and everything that's happening in the earth and it can be so overwhelming. Grief can be overwhelming. Depression is hitting all over. Suicide. God said, but don't turn your heart from me. Even if you turn your face away from me, keep your heart towards me. Let nothing separate you from the love of God. He said he's like a shrub in the desert and shall not see any good come. When you are a shrub in the desert, nothing good is coming in that direction. He shall dwell in the parched places of the wilderness in an uninhabited salt land. Uh, God, it's going to be some salty people that's cursed. They salty acting. And I'm not talking about the savor of the salt that's good for preserving the things of God. I'm talking about salty because they didn't trust him like you did. He said, but blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. He is like a tree planted by waters that sends out its roots by the 
stream. God said, I need you to begin to send out your roots. What is their roots, oh God? Their roots are the things that have been grounded in you. Their roots is their hope. Their roots is their faith. Their roots is their long suffering. Their roots, oh God, send it out by the stream so that when someone's walking past the brook, they can see a root and they can say, I want to be planted too. I want to be in the earth. I want to be stable and not staggering, not wavering, not tossed to and fro. I want to be somewhere that I can stay and flourish and grow and pour into. I want to pour into the people, the mentees that God has put in my mind, my life, the mentors that God has placed over me. I want to be able to pour up and pour down. I want to be able to pour all over the floor. God said that they do not fear when heat comes. Yeah, it can get hot in this situation. Yeah, it can get frustrated. Yeah, it can be overwhelming. God said, but you don't fear when the heat comes. All you do is sit back and know if the heat comes, that God is sitting in the flames with you, just like he sat with his boys. Oh, God, I thank you, Lord God. He said, for the leaves remain green. So even when everything is falling around you, he said, when fall comes, all the leaves go, but you'll remain green. When things start falling apart in your life, when things start falling apart in your in your mind, God said, because of what's in you remains green on you. Oh, God, he said, for greater is he that is in us than he that's in the world. And he said, and he's not anxious in the year of the drought. So when things get rough, when things get slow, when the business slows down, when the sales ain't doing that good, God said that you're still not anxious in that year of struggle. My God, listen, I I told y'all last year or the year before when God told me to quit my job and I was afraid, but I quit. And then after I quit, I started regretting quitting because I was like, wait a minute, let me make sure I heard God because sometimes I could just be over anxious and ready to just do things. But God said, no, that was me. Because one thing I want you to know, that you knew resources, but you didn't understand source. God wanted me to understand who he was. He said, I know you met the healer, but I need you to meet the provider. See, God has so many capacities of who he is. Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Salome, El Shaddai, El Elohim. He is everything to us. He's a great I am. And there are some times that you're going to have to meet each one of those attributes of God. Sometimes you need the healer. Sometimes you need the savior. Sometimes you need the way maker. Oh, my God. Sometimes you need the lawyer. Sometimes you need the doctor. In that season, God said, I want you to meet the source because you know the resource. You know how to go get a job. You know how to work. You know how to pull the paycheck. But do you know me when you have nothing? And God began to show me. Hallelujah. God began to show me the source. And because of him showing me, see, God is a loving God. He's not like like people are. He's not trying to trick us and abacadabra us and pull the wool of our eyes and snatch the carpet under us and laugh at us when we fall. No, God is a loving God. He's a faithful God. He's a caring God. And when I quit my job, he knew that I was afraid. He knew that I was fearful. He knew that I didn't know. How I was going to do it. And all I did was preach the word, y'all. Preach the word on every platform that would have me. It's going to be. It was during a pandemic and nothing was open. But every time someone asked me to, yeah, God, I said yes to God, not to the people, because I knew that if they if they were asking me, they were asking for him, because I'm nothing without God. And I begin to preach on platforms. The people begin to just send cash apps out of nowhere. They they had no idea that I had nothing. Yes, should I be They had no idea I had nothing. There were so many people that sent me something. This lady, I don't even know who she is to this day. I was praying.
said I wanted this Bible, this study Bible, and it was $90 on Amazon, and I didn't have $9. And this lady just inboxed me out of the blue. I don't even know her. She's not even on my friend's list. She's not even a friend. She texted, she inboxed me and said, God told me to send you something. And she sent me 90 something dollars and I bought that book. I know how God moves. God wants us to trust him, to believe that he's going to do it. This is not the season to be fainting. This is not the season to fall back. This is not the season to be frustrated. God said, don't be anxious in the year of the drought. The year of the drought, listen, which means it may be longer than a day that you experience what you experienced that's different than what you experienced before. The year of the drought, he said, for it does not cease to bear fruit. You won't stop producing even when everything is closed down, shut up, dried up, turned off, whatever. God said, you'll still produce because I planted you there to be fruitful and to multiply. This is the time. This is the season. This is the year 2022 is the year to declare during a drought. When there is a famine, we should have had enough storage stored up to continue to keep us during those seasons those seasons of lack, those seasons of challenges. Begin to store up right now, not just financially, not just some of the things in your household. Store up your faith in God. Begin to just trust him with everything. Just begin to say, God, you know, I see I've been doing this stuff a little bit by myself. I see I see me. I see where I, I try I've tried it without you. I see the areas that I really gave you, but I do see myself in here trying to hold on to some things that I was just a little afraid to lay down. I was just a little scared with this part because I I, I felt like I could do it because I had this and I had that. But you know what, Lord, I'm going to just put it in your hands. You have me in your hands, God. You said that you have me in your hands. So if I just put this in your hands, I'm still there with it. You're not taking it from me. You're doing it for me. Thank you, God. God said, I just want to do it for you. He wants to do it for you. But will you give it to him today? Whatever that is, will you give it to him today? Will you declare during a drought, during a shutdown, a close down, a frustrated time, Will you declare victory, declare victory? Will you declare it during the drought? Praise God. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Life is so short. Life is so short, and tomorrow is not promised to us, and we must work the work while it's day, while we can see, while we can hear, while God is moving. We must work and do what the Lord has sent us here to do, what he planted us in this earth to do while it's day, because night's going to come when no work. Amen. God bless you. Declare victory. Thank you, God. 
Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. If you didn't have the opportunity. Amen.
you already healed and restore you, gave up so much because of your love for God. And it was surely felt. It was definitely a word for me because I've been struggling in my business and trusting the Lord for every little dime I get and every little. And um, I just needed that word so much. I just love the heart that you have for our God um, and what you displayed for his people and the declare victory line. I just want him to pour back into you um, a hundredfold, sister. Just thank you, woman of God, so much. Amen. Thank you. Bless you. Good morning, Miss Kathy. Nothing can put out the fire in the hole. I love you. I appreciate you. I'm so glad that you are healing. We believe God. We trust God. We love God. We know that He is a keeper. He is a healer. Um, we were speaking on this real quick. Um, he maketh me to lie down in green pastures, so I'm covered. Yeah. He leadeth me beside the still water. It's not a drought. It's just still. So I thank Amen. God for your declaration this morning. I thank you for just encouraging us that these light afflictions are not um, nothing but light affliction. It's to God yes. to be the glory. Love you. Love you. Good morning. Declare victory. God bless you all this morning. Good morning. Good morning, Pastor Kathy. This is Kind Kim. I just want to say I truly enjoyed your declaration this morning. Thank you so much. I just um, thank God that you allow him to use you in the magnitude that you do. Um, I'm standing in agreement with you to just believing in God for your healing. And I just want you to know I love you and I appreciate you this morning. Love you too. God bless. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. It's Christine. I just want to say I love you and thank you so much for sharing today. It was awesome. Good morning. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank God. Good morning, Pastor LaFleur. This is Diane. Great decoration. And I, I hope you feel better. Yeah, praying. Good message. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Good morning, Pastor. Good morning. Please uh, post your cast out. Thank you for that awesome needed word. Amen. And you're healing. You're in the healing process now. Thank you, Lord. Yes, thank you, God. Anyone else? Any questions? Any comments? Kathy, it's Dee Dee. I just wanted to tell you that you really, um, I'm sitting here just thinking about when you said declaring during a drought and just reminding us that, like, how some people are stuck in the past of things and not really, you, you broke us up, then there's the vision because there are the ones that are doubting and the ones that, you know, how you, you so eloquently said that and it's so true. Um, that we have to truly believe, even in the midst of everything that's going on, and um, 
not to worry about what the CDC says or what the what GOD says. It just really is so true because all around me, I mean, death is so overwhelming right now because it seems like four and five people that I know personally are leaving here, and it's not an age. You know what I mean? It's not they're 90. No, they're different ages, and some of them, it's not all COVID-related, but it's just overwhelming. But yes. still, even in this, got to trust God um, for everything. And it, it sometimes I was talking to my 26-year-old yesterday on the plane, and it's like the lady was coughing and hacking. And, but I said, it doesn't matter. I mean, her coughing is not, you know what I mean? It's just like we have to not let everything just become so, oh, it's a lot going on. But okay. if you trust God and truly believe that even his word, he's not going to lie about what he said. So right. I'm glad that you broke it down that way because no pandemic, no anything. I mean, even from like when you said you left your job, uh, I've been it's six years out of working for a company that I knew I was just going to, you know, I had trusted in that. That's not, yeah. that was my resource. God is my source. So yeah. I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Cause you always come. Your word is just so it's like, it's calm, but it gets us together. That makes sense. So it's not like, oh, that's a good word. That's the declaration. No, that's a word from God. So I'm yeah. so, I just feel you so much. And I'm just going to continue to pray for your total healing and that he will continue to be Jehovah Jireh in your life. Yeah. I love you so, so, so much. Love you too. Love you too. Love you too. Yeah, I pray that, you know, looking at those two audiences that, that Jeremiah is speaking to, um, that God is talking to, um, that the ones that were part of of scene one has now shifted over to the other side, you know, and and that's the goal to get those that that have that that unbelief, that doubt, just to say, you know what, I'm I'm just gonna trust them. I'm just gonna trust them. Like there's no harm in trusting them. If he fails you, then you know, but trust them. Like try God. Just try it. Try to let him do it all. I promise you guys when we when my husband and I opened the church, we were having the church on Zoom, right? At seven o'clock at night. And every week God would give us a scripture that we were to meditate on as a as a church and to pray on. And but it was crazy because when we registered and, you know, applied for the five oh one and everything, you have to put in like all of the auxiliaries. There is like twenty four auxiliaries. Listen to what I'm saying. There's like 24 auxiliaries, and there was like eight members. And so for me, it didn't make sense if I look at it in my natural eye, if I look at my uh, abilities, if I look at me, it doesn't make sense. Why am I registering all these different areas of ministry, and it's eight of us? And that's what make it, makes it God. It ain't supposed to make sense. It, it, nothing that he does to blow our mind is supposed to be in our ability to do it. It can't be. And and so when he shifted us from that to to uh, being able to get inside of a building, that blew our mind. The scripture that God gave me in my heart before we even started was despise not small beginnings. And that's what I pray that every day. And I look at that text every day just so that I can see the visual of his voice. I need to see the visual of his voice when he told me, don't look at this. Don't despise it because it's small to you. Because I wrote it bigger than you. 
and I wrote it beyond you. Like when you're gone, it'll still sustain itself because I wrote it. This is God's plan. And so that's how you got to look at it. And for those two ladies that were talking about their businesses, that's how you got to look at it. God gave you the desire. God gave you the dream. He wants to help build it for you. God said, I made it bigger than you. Just because it's slow right now don't mean that it's gone. So trust God. It just, it's, this is a daily thing. I wake up saying, wow, okay, Lord, we doing that? I bet. And we go. Not in front of God, but letting him lead the way. Let him lead you. And we're praying for you. We're praying for all those that have businesses and ministries and things that they've laid before the Lord on this line. We're praying for you. We love you. We believe in you. We believe in the God in you, that he's able to do it. Hey, good morning, Sister Kathy. Can you hear me? I can. Yeah, it's my sister. Oh, God, Sister, you are just so... Just such a fire. I, I love fire. Of course, fire in the hole, but what she's sticking out to me when you cut on things, um, we, we, the blessing is in the trust. The blessing because you trust. Yes. You know what I mean? And I was just like, right. Duh. You know, it, it's just, that, that just was so powerful to me. You know what I mean? Just, just reinforcing that on today. So the, the blessing is in trusting and trusting him. That's why we're blessed. Yeah. Oh man, that was just so so just so beautiful, and just the whole thing. Of course, you know the uh, the, the, the different sides of how you explained the different audiences and every, you know or whatnot, and where I saw myself, you know, in it. And you know, God is just so good because I love how He allows us to see um, ourselves, and He also, for me, He also shows me when He does that. He also shows me. Um, where he takes, like, not, not exactly where he takes me, but he does it in such a loving way of, of, of showing me, like, um, tips and visions of where he's taking me. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's the joy, of the envy of, of, of that, that blessing. And I always had a fear of that. I always used to be like, no, oh, my God, because I couldn't see it. I couldn't yeah. see it. So I right. always blocked it, you know, like, oh, my God. You know, I was like, what? Right. That ain't me. Wait a second, you know, like, but yeah. God is so good. He is so good that he, he is showing me that if I trust him, just trust him, that it is, that's a blessing. And you guys, it's a trip because um, with the with the chapter, I know y'all particularly talking about it. I'm so, you know, it is done. You know, it is a pretty now, y'all. But I just couple remember how many times that I wanted, I took on giving up. And I was like, no, I can't even see it. Like, like, it was so crazy, and how these couple reminded me, said, no, just trust me, you can do this. You know, you can do this, you know, um, and by me, I'm just so grateful that I did, and I'm so grateful that I did. So, and, and I'm just a declaration to get uh, right now, you reminding us that we're blessed because we tr- it's just trust them. It's in our trust. Oh, God, and I thought about the, our, um, our, our faith, that's the power. You know, of having faith in it. You know, you used to, that's the power in it. You know, he was just speaking to me. I'm just so blessed. 
from your declaration. And I just want to say thank you, sister. Thank you. God. Amen. And I just want to say this before we go. Um, um, and, and I'm just going to stand in obedience because I don't know who it is, but I just keep hearing the word wife. Um, I just want to testify to something about um, my relationship so that this may help someone um, who's on this call. Um, my husband and I, we've, we've been married almost seven years now. We've been together longer than that. Uh, but, you know, when, when, when I first met my husband, my husband didn't even want to talk about God. Like, that was one of the conversations that he told me that he had no interest in talking about whatsoever. Like, that was his limit. We could talk about sports, politics, whatever, but he just didn't want to talk about God. And my husband's parents are pastors. And all I talked about to people was God. So, God, I felt limited, but I loved him. And I respected him. And so he would be talking and I could hear God say things to me. And while he's talking to me, it was like the Charlie Brown, wah, 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 and I could hear God tell me about him. And I was, I would be telling God, like, in my head, like, oh, God, you not going to say that. You know, he don't want to talk about you. Like, I'm cupcaking right now. And God would tell me things about this man. And it, it was one day that I just, just told him, I was like, you know, God showed me that you're a leader, that you're a leader of men. And he just started crying over the phone. And I knew one of my greatest assignments in life was to love this man to the place where he becomes who God purposed him to be. And I'm telling you, it's been so difficult and so hard in this relationship because the enemy never wants what God sees that come to pass. And so even through, like, going through ups and downs, you know, heartache, heartbreak, and repossessions, evictions, losing jobs, all kind of stuff together. One thing that we kept having in common was love and trusting God. And my husband, he used to be the type where he, he didn't want to go to church, like he didn't want to do anything. And now I see him, I see him the way God showed me him. And I thank God because I trusted God with his life and there's been so many people that spoke to me and said, Cat, leave him alone. You know, when I try to drag him or force his eyes open to see what I saw and things like that. But God was showing me, just trust me. Trust me with him. I, I showed you who he was. I'm going to do it. And I was trying to make him become who God showed me to be. But when I took my hands, my mouth, and everything off of him, God began to develop this man. And now that this is he, and this this is a big testimony for me because to see my husband pastoring and praying and, and just moving in the things of God is so such a blessing because I see how God is able to do so much more if if we just put it in his hands. And it's just like the little things that we try to do as women or wives or, you know, to control situations or to make the outcome be what we want it to be if we just turn it over to God. God can do so much more than us. And I'm just saying that because my husband, to me, in my sight, is a is a testimony and a visual. I get to visually see what God did. Like, I get to see who this man was 
and who this man is. And I'm every day waking up next to him. I'm in awe of God. I love him. I love my husband. But I'm more in awe of God because I'm like, hey, Lord, you changed me. You changed me because I wanted to change him. And God said, I had to take my hands off of things. And that taught me to take my hands off of everything. That taught me to take, I could trust God with everything, with everything. So I'm just telling you, just trust him. I promise he's going to show you. And every moment you're going to wake up and be like, dang, you blowing my mind again. God, you so, you so dope. You are just so awesome. Like, you're so amazing. You're so amazing. It's the little things. It's the little things. It's the little things. It really is. We still don't have much, but we got each other and we got love that is a foundation that's unmovable. Like, that's my dude. And I just love him. And I thank God that I wasn't anxious or too prideful or, you know, too selfish to love this man through difficulty. And him loved me through mine, too, you know. So I don't know who this for, but I just keep hearing the word wife. It could be an already wife. It could be a wannabe wife. But I promise you, if you just trust God, God is going to blow. He's going to blow our minds, y'all. He's going to blow our minds. All right, I'm done. I'm done. I love you guys so much. Thank you for just hearing me out. Love you, Pastor um, Kathy. This is Trevor. Bless you guys. Have a wonderful day. Love you, Pastor Kathy. Thank you. Love you, Pastor Kathy. I love you. Love you. Love all of you. God bless you. God bless you guys. Love you, Mother. Bless you. Hello?
Declared 